Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. On today's show, the boys are back in town. town. We're talking all good things about football, including Woods and his love for Sari Ball, Mike's happiness with Ole at the wheel, and my baiting too. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of A Part of Two Halves. We are back after a fairly lengthy hiatus. Um... Due to a few reasons, which we'll get into in a second. Before I get into those, I'd like to welcome the regular guests of the show. Not the guests of the show, the founders of the show. Yeah? The founding fathers. There you go, exactly. Exactly. Tom Woods, how you doing, man? Uh, Yeah, I'm all right. It's all all good. It's all good. Not really. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday sport basically just ruins my weekend. So, um, yeah, other than that, I'm great. Good, good. Mr. Collard. Yeah, I'm flagging, mate. I'm tired. Why are you tired? Very tired. You know why I'm tired. He was over his birds this weekend. (laughs) Hey. Hey. (laughs) Um, No, mate. We've gone old school, mate. We've gone Minecraft. What? We've gone so old school. We've got a project going on Minecraft, mate. No, Mikey, are you kidding me? It's it's so good. (laughs) Ah. And we've lost many an hour. (laughs) No shit. Including last night, which was a half one finish. Not, not good. Oh, my word. Flagging. I, I came home today and Lee's asleep on the sofa. <laughs> like, literally, just fast asleep on the sofa. From, from just playing. So I'm looking forward to the pod, obviously, to get myself a bit more... Get more you know, amped up, yeah? Up, yeah. Get more amped up. Yeah, let, well, let's discuss what happened. Because uh, it's what, been... Minecraft? A... No, not Minecraft. <laughs> I mean, our castle looks fucking dope. But that's not the point. Um, and that fucking powered fucking mine, mate. Oh, lovely, lovely. Anyway, right. Uh, so, how many weeks ago was it? Two weeks ago? Oh, I can't hear you, Woods. That's because I muted myself. There you go. Hey. I saw you talking. I was like, <laughs> hang on a sec. I was, I was busy coughing and I was like, I need to mute that. And then I basically didn't turn off mute. I love the fact you used mute though. That's right there. 
or as Lee would have have me say, moot. Moot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so two weeks ago, we recorded an episode which has now been known as the Lost Show, the lo- the Lost Archives. Yeah. Um, Did that ever make how, its way onto onto? It hasn't made it onto its way. Ramen Gate. Yet, because after we'd feel after we'd finished recording, what I will say is it was a very enjoyable show. Um. I got some ramen delivered and I spilled it all over the laptop, basically. And those that want to know how this happened, I was busy talking to Mikey at the time and I was like, oh, Mikey, what you got? And Mikey tried to show me via <laughs> webcam what was Spilling in there. It all over the laptop. <laughs> oh, I thought you knocked it. No, no. God, no. So you, li- you, you legitimately put it onto your load. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh. it was not my finest. It was hour. gold. Oh, no. dear. Uh, anyway, so that rendered the keyboard and the trackpad completely useless, just dead. And um, so... Did these calls record? Can, I, can we go back and watch it? What do you mean? Like, as in... To find the video of the rabbit. No, 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 oh, no, 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 that would be amazing. But yeah, basically, so then I had recovered, I've recovered it, basically, and I've got it onto a new laptop. However, then last week I had just the worst. Basically, the last week, I mean, you may realise I sound a bit ill. Um, I had basically some fluey thing at the start of the week, and then I got a sinus infection at the end of the week, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not good, man. Exactly. But to all those that did send their thoughts and prayers to Mikey, which is much appreciated. I love being like I'm. I'm. I'm living, breathing proof. Inundated with. With uh, you know, requesting sorrows for you. Oh yeah, well, you know that that flower I got was nice. <laughs> that was definitely from Lee. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got a cracking show to for you boys and girls tonight. A cracking show. It's not going to be as good as last week's show because that is the most legendary show of all time, uh, and that show will go up in simultaneously with this show. So this is going to when when this show goes up and you listen to this show, you'll be also able to listen to the last show. So you've got okay? a spare five hours. Let's spare five hours, crack <laughs> on with a pair of them. Um, big things happened, over, obviously, over the last couple of weeks. It did. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer became the permanent Manchester United manager. Yes, three-year contract. I guess the best place to start with that, Mikey, is your initial reactions. Uh, uh, but you were saying last time, I believe we were recording, that you were quite happy that he was now you know, the genuine contender. He was now the one... That was going to be taking that position. I think that he had to be given the job. Absolutely. But I can't deny that I'm a bit disappointed with it. In terms of the timing or just that he's been announced as the manager? Uh, both. Both? Yeah. Wow. So you've done a bit of a turn now on Oli? No. Um, I've always been pretty happy with the fact that we're playing better football. Um, but uh, he's been in charge for what? what, 14, 15, 16 games, something like that? Something like that. December. Something yeah. like that. And um, we have played counter-attacking football the entire time. And we played, obviously, at the weekend against Watford. And we were fucking dog shit. Mm-hmm. Like, real, real dog shit. What I will say is... Like, you dog shit well, in the cup as well, weren't you? Real dog shit in the cup against Wolves. Um, and this is going back to your point about the timing. This is exactly it. And I think because the timing of it has annoyed me a little bit, I've become a bit disheartened with the choice. Um, because the timing should have been at the end of the season. It should be, okay, once we get over that initial, yay, we don't have Mourinho anymore, we've got someone else. Once that sells down, what happens then? Um, but what I will say is, you know, irregardless of who we've got, the whole thing, you'd be back your manager. And especially Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Do you know what I mean? If it was some random prick like coming in and it's like, well, hang on a second, who are you? 
It's not. He's not a Gunnar Solskjaer. He's a, he's a club legend. Uh, he says... Right. 80% of the things he says irritate the shit out of me because he doesn't go more than five minutes without mentioning his history, the fact that he scored goals there, the type of club Man United is. I'm over it, mate. Yeah? I'm over all that. Stop pandering to the fucking fans, all that shit. I'm done with it. Start talking about football now. Start talking about who you want to buy, the style of football you want to play. Not not like, oh, we always got to Why is he going to put it all out on, in the public or who wants to buy? No, surely surely no, he's no, not going to do but, that. No, no, but like, talk, talk about... And his tactics. Talk about the future, right? Without leaning quite so heavily on the past. Because he feels... if it, it feels like a quick, like, you know... Get everyone on side PR exercise a lot of the time, and it's and it's wasn't it's, one of your it's too, it's too thick. It's I, too I, thick. I appreciate that, but it wasn't one of your gripes with Mourinho and certainly with David Moyes back in the day that they didn't grasp the Man United history, the heritage. <laughs> don't don't bring up heritage to me, mate. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to talk about heritage today. Um, well, how do you mean? Well, because like for instance, you always pick up the the whole David Moyes thing when they when you're playing Newcastle, yeah. and. Oh, no, he right. was pandering that you know to, to Newcastle and the fact that you were going to have to deer by their tactics rather than just go out and play your yeah, own tactics. I recognise that completely. I, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with what I said back then still, right? I'm trying to work that out. Um, the thing that's a little bit irritating is that you can play Newcastle, right? And you can say, you can say what Moyes said and say, we'll give him a good game, we'll give him a tough game, we'll make, we're going to make it easy for him. And that's like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? That you're just giving all the initiative to them. Realistically, we should be fucking drubbing these do you know what I mean then you can do it the Solskjaer way which is we're playing Newcastle today we'll take it to them because that's what historically Man United have always done back when I played at New- played Newcastle I always scored goals <laughs> you know historically when and it's just like just stick to the first bit we'll take it to them today we expect a good game you know but realistically we should be winning this game you know don't then go into the spiel about oh in the old days when I come on as a sub I remember this when it's all about that's typically what Man United well, do okay. with, the, with the roguish wink to the camera it's like, let's, let's, let's give I him a chance need... though because he's only literally just become manager full time yeah, manager you, so but... maybe he needs that chance now to adapt into becoming into that role where I'm, he needs I'm, to come I'm, out of that look, mindset where he's pushing himself to be the manager because that's what he was ultimately doing I'm being doing. incredibly picky right and it's not the worst thing in the world to have a manager that really cares about the club. You've got a bit but, of winter vitus, mate. You, you no, flipped here. You flipped. I haven't flipped here yet. I'm, I've, mentioned, I've mentioned this in the last few episodes. I've, I've mentioned that he bangs on about the fucking... Him and Man United quite mate, the episodes are so long ago, mate. I can't remember. <laughs> well, I have this. Oh, did you say this? this I have this. Woods, come on back. I've yeah. No, I think there has been some reservations. It's not like we're talking about Oli Solskjaer, that he was always the chosen one. Um, even if you go back to his initial appointment after Mourinho... Um, it was 100% a short-term fix at that point. I don't think there is a single person at that football club that saw this being a long-term appointment. Um, and it just happens to be that Solskjaer has somehow played his way into the job via very, very good results, especially in the Champions League, which has obviously helped him massively in this, to the point where he was the only choice. It wasn't that they had another choice to make. The fans... So kind of think of, of the club as a whole. So the fans, the players... And even the management structure, they've all bought in. It's all been lifted from the dross that was... The media as well. Absolutely. Uh, That Mourinho put on them. The dark cloud has been lifted. And and, and it's impossible then to go, thank you, Ollie. Thank you for clearing this mess up. Uh, Off the moulder you go. Um, And then we're going to bring someone else in. Because that person... It's going to have... Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah. Um, He's he's probably not going to be a Manchester United legend. Um, He's going to come in and all of a sudden the pressure is going to be straight back on that guy. 
And if yeah. he doesn't hit the ground running, everyone's going to be like, well, what the fuck are we doing? Why did we not stay with Solskjaer? Solskjaer had us going in the right direction, etc., etc. Now, going back to the timing. Now, I think that they planned for this timing the whole time. But I, I completely agree. They didn't have to make this move. Solskjaer was going nowhere. His dream job was this job. He could have happily waited till the summer to take this job. And United could have basically sat there and waited to see how this period pays out. So they have, their forms dipped a bit in terms of their on-field performance. Uh, they weren't good against Wolves. Um, they weren't good at the weekend against Watford. They've got Wolves again tonight, uh, which will be a really interesting game because uh, Wolves have got a massive game at the weekend, which Manchester United should be playing in. But we're so dire in that quarterfinal that they're now missing out on that uh, FA Cup semi-final. Um, it's just how they get out of this. And it's kind of like, what's to say that he does? What if he doesn't now? What if it We're does... in a bit of a slump here. Arsenal, Wolves, and a terrible performance against Watford. Yeah, and what if it just tapers off? And what if it kind of ends up in a bit of a disappointing end? Um, and then they go sign a lot of players, 300 million spent in the summer on whoever. Um, they go into the next season, and, and it kind of just still doesn't improve. Um, and it, it's, it just feels that you shot your bolt too early on this. You could have waited yeah. this out. Do you think that? Do you think they've done it to because because of the slump? Maybe. Do you think that they've tried to do it as a way to counter to g up the players again? Yeah, g the players I up. I that. The fans. To be fair. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a good shout. I mean, it's it's quite poor reason to do it, really. But yeah. if it is the reason, what I, what I will say is though, like as you know, my my my, my reaction on me is a bit like, uh, you know, because at the end of the day, we all want a Guardiola or someone like that. Who's just gonna? You know, you're guaranteed to get some fucking great football, and and you know you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be good to watch, and you're gonna be probably quite successful. You, you, we all want that, um, but that's not achievable by every team in the world, obviously. So we've gone with something now where, you know, he likes quick players. That's that's then that's fair enough. I mean, if we can if we can add something like if we can get a right winger in the summer, I'm looking at you, Sancho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we can get a right winger in the summer, Rashford up top, Martial on the left, Pogba, and then someone to replace that snake Herrera. Yeah, that's right. We're going why, to why snake, snake already, mate. Talk to us about the snake quickly. Uh, so Herrera, basically, he's on something like 100 grand a week at Man United, maybe a little bit more. And he wants 200 grand a week. Um, and obviously, we're not going to pay him that. So he's going to go to PSG on a free, where they will happily pay... 200 grand a week for him. Where he would also be a backup. Where he's basically replacing Adrian Rabiot's position as the player that barely plays. As the snake. <laughs> now, yeah, as the snake. He's basically replacing him as a snake. If if Herrera, like, he talks about loving the club a lot and he's, you know, this this club, how, you know, all, and it's like, if it really meant that much to you, mate, you, you, would, you would be happy with the fact that you're getting paid six figures a fucking week. You know I, I, mean? I do find it bizarre uh, on that point, exactly, because... It seems that since Solskjaer's come in, Herrera's kind of become this almost off-field captain. Um, yeah. uh, a lot of positive things he says in interviews I've seen. It's, 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 and it's like, oh, he's really into this club. But like you say, if this is true, that he's effectively snaked out for an extra <laughs> bit of cash to go play or not play, as it will be in Paris, it does seem like a strange move from him. I mean, for Manchester United, I, I, they, they've learned their lesson. This is a sign they've learned their lesson. We cannot keep playing, paying players over the odds because it wrecks no. the chemistry within the team and it wrecks our pace structure because now we've got David De Gea who's asking for 350 grand a week um, so they've learned from the Sanchez situation Herrera he's fine um, he's not particularly excellent as a defensive midfielder he's certainly not good at an attacking midfielder he's a fine midfield piece but that's it he's a squad, he's a squad, he's player. A squad player and you are not going to pay a squad player 200 grand a week 
No. It'll kill in, you. In his defence, you're a squad player at Man United and you become a squad player at PSG. It's an easier life and you're winning trophies. Oh, yeah. I mean, ultimately, completely, completely. understand that. That's and you're fine. on more money. And on Completely. Yeah. Completely. So you might as well put the feelers out there to Man United. Oh, well, I'm going to go to PSG for 200 grand a week or you can match that. Balls in basically balls in his court because of the contract situation. Well, of course, of course. And the thing is, like at the end of the day, he's a businessman, right? For, and, and is. Put your business brain on. As we discussed uh, many shows ago, the, the game is a business now. It's not. It's not a game. And Herrera's obviously just gone. Fair enough. I mean, as, um, as, as guilty as, as, as Herrera is for leaving, obviously it's his choice. And obviously, if he finances are what drives him, and that's fine. Because I'm, I'm not going to lie. If Manchester United were offering me 150 grand a week, but Paris are offering me 200, I'm like, see you later. 50, yeah, yeah. 50 grand a week over three years. A... That's, a, that's an awful lot of money. It, and it, you can play against fishermen and win the league every exactly. year. Always going to win something. Um, Ed Woodward shouldn't go unpunished on this, or not unpunished, but unrecognised for his part in this. He let this contract go far too long. Far yeah. too long. How's it got to now? Like three months before his contract's up for them to go and offer him a contract. To be fair, though, it's a difficult situation for him because, as we said, he's a squad player. Yeah, but so it's hard to give him an improved deal. Yeah. So, if anything, you would have probably given him a worse deal, which you know he's not going to take. And bear in mind, we just bought, we spent fifty million on Fred, who plays in the exact same position as Herrera does. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's. A I think that's way probably part of the future. I think that's probably part of space. it. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm not too sure. Well, clearly, the reason he wasn't given a deal at the time was because they didn't believe that Herrera was good enough for the club. Uh, then his performances under Solskjaer kind of picked up a bit. He was allowing Pogba to play a little bit more, uh, kind of banging the chest performances and the fans obviously getting behind him a bit as well. Um, to the point where it's like, oh, maybe we should give this guy a deal. And by that point, he'd driven his price up to go out over to Paris. So I, I think Manchester United would be fine out of it. Uh, that- I won't put it this way. I'm not going to miss the guy. You know? no. He was a fine player. Uh, you get a really good performance out of him one every his best one every six or seven games. His best performance like... was Phil Neville-esque. He did a man-to-man yeah. job on Hazard. You know, like Vieira, that Vieira yeah. game, and everyone yeah. just remembers that one Phil Neville game. That's his one game, Herrera, that people remember. <laughs> he he basically followed Hazard for a game. I also remember Phil Neville against Romania, though, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. That's a dog <laughs> shit performance, that one. Um, yeah, so but we can get someone in to replace him, or maybe Fred becomes amazing. He's playing Wolves tonight. He starts, so we'll never know. Um... Matic is looking fucking... He had a resurgence when Solskjaer first came in and he has looked absolute dog shit since, man. Jesus Christ. He's the slowest man I've ever seen. That's part He's of so slow. It's incredible. Um, I still will never get over the fact that... I mean, against Watford, where we literally didn't have the ball, our defensive partnership was Smalling and Jones. Right? Such a terrible There's never You're never going to get the ball. You're never going to keep the ball with those two. You're not going to win a championship, mate. No, you're not going to win a championship at all. You no. win it in spite of players like Jones and Smalling, not because of them. You know, young right back, fuck off, mate. Delight is playing right wing tonight. He ain't a, apparently he's not a right back. Um, I mean, up front tonight, we've got Lingard, Lukaku, and Delot. Wait, what? He's playing that advance? Fred, yeah, he's literally playing right wing. We have a right back playing. And uh, yeah, um, Young's playing behind him. You know what I mean, he's dead, mate, it's like the second or third time he's done it this year. It is, yeah. In fact, um, since Delot's actually played since Solskjaer's taken over, it seems that predominantly he has features as a right winger, which I find baffling. I really do. He's got a good ball in him. Yes, great, tricky, so, tricky, but but obviously so did another right back that he played with had a decent <laughs> ball on the overlap. And he, de- he definitely weren't ever going to play right wing. I just find it fascinating that um, you bought this extremely talented young Portuguese kid 
who plays right back, your problem fucking position, where you've got Antonio Valencia or Ashley Young playing there, absolute dross. And it's like, you've got this wonder kid. It's like, no, 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 no. Literally, he's labelled well, as hey, a wonder well, 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 kid. There you go. If, he, if he's a wonder kid and he's 19 years old, then that's the time if you're going to influence and change a person's tactics or position. It's that age because they're younger and they're more likely to take it on board the new the new style of play that they're being asked to, the new position. Right. So if he's recognised something, then surely he should be applauded for doing Players that. Players tend not to go forward though, right? Like, for example, Jordi Alba, uh, one of the best fullbacks in the world, happened to be a winger that converted to a fullback. Tends to be the yeah, case. Gareth Bale turned from a left back to That's a left fair, back. but that was probably more to the fact he was always out of position. I don't know. I, for me, the fullback well, position... Well, the thing is with Delight, we, we, we've not spoken about his defending, have we? We've more think about him as an attacking defender. Oh, his defending is terrible at the moment. And well, that's, the, that's the thing. Is if you want him to be a right back, he needs to be playing right back now to learn this fucking position because yeah. he's, uh, he's, he's not good at the defending well, side you, of the game. You've said about that right, right midfield position being open. Maybe that's what he's seen. Oh, maybe yeah. he's going to get a right back in. Is he, is he no, good, is he good enough as a right winger to, to, to take that position? I, I don't know. You might be right, Lee. We might come back to this in a year's time. You're going to be like, I told you that, Delot. Right winger, extraordinaire, Ballon d'Or winner. <laughs> But I, I can't help but feel... get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> 40 goals in the season. I can't though. help but feel that um, he hasn't really been given too much of a chance to play right back yet. That's that's my problem with the situation. Although, by all accounts, and maybe this is how we can move into what Oli should be looking at doing um, in the summer, Wan-Bissaka is the obvious option here. Yes. He's been linked heavily. Um, I think Gettable. 35, 40 million. So, oh, mate, if, if we... The, the, so in, in the summer, I essentially, if we can get Wan Bissaka in, if we can get fucking Alderweireld, we'll finally get him. Right? I don't care if he's like 30. I, I, I want him. Just, Aging. I want to just get him away from Spurs so I can laugh at Spurs for something. <laughs> um, uh, if we can get him, mate, obviously the dream, the cherry would be Sancho, wouldn't it? That, that would be the, the cherry on top of the cake. That's going to be the summer long deal, that one. That is going to be the saga that's going to fucking haunt my fucking dreams. It's going to be the bale of like two years ago, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be the Schneider of fucking 10 years ago. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'd like another midfielder. You need another need midfielder. Some, we need something in there. Because the thing is, I think up front, Rashford, Lukaku, fine. Two good options. Absolutely. On the left left side, you've got Martial or you've got... Who else can play left side? Sanchez. Sanchez. I forgot about Sanchez. Sanchez, oh, he's going to go, mate. Sanchez. It's, mate, he's going nowhere. I, mate, with them wages. Those mate, wages going is anywhere. going nowhere. Someone from China will pay that. I, I don't think they will. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that Woodward's over there. He's trying to hawk Sanchez off onto some Chinese club. Yeah, Alexis Sanchez. No, he's that really good player that played for for, for, for Manchester United. It's like, have you got any highlights of him? It's just all Arsenal highlights. No, no, you've got anything more recent, mate. I just picture Seymour Skinner. <laughs> Boy for sale. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you say Alderweireld. Obviously, the other one that's been linked is Rafa Varane. Um, we like in it, mate. Or um, TT might be available because Dilett going to Barcelona. That's the other one, but you know, I want a uh, yeah. I would say them two are better options, maybe than Alderweireld because. Oh, for me, I of the three, Varane is. I the mean, clear, he knows the Premier League. He's played in a bit. He's been in there for. He's getting on, isn't he? He looks like he's in decline. Yeah, you'd say so. You'd say so. So let's go. Let's go through the one to eleven yeah, the anyway. The... Let's just, just quickly go through. So Solskjaer's got obviously going to keep the head. The head's going to get contract in the summer. That will get done. There's no doubt about that. Um, so right back, you're saying Wambasaka. Oh, ideally, that would be... I, I think that deal gets done. Um, I think Arsenal are sniffing around as well, but I think that United will bully them and, and probably pay above what Arsenal will offer ultimately to get Wait, that deal have, 
shoot having Shaw and Wan Bissaka, two fullbacks, would be pretty tasty. I'd, I'd be quite. Wan Bissaka, a London boy, like a proper London boy. I think he might be. So I reckon he will stay. At... Yeah, mate, he can come and brap with Pogba, mate. He'll love it. Look, look at Zaha, mate. He struggled. Didn't like leaving London. Yeah, but that was more to do with management. Yeah, I feel, and, I feel, and his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so obviously Lindelof playing centre half with another. Yeah, you'd say Lindelof and another. Um, so giving up and buy. I, th- I think we, I think we sell by for what it's worth. I think we're going to continue with Jones and Smalling forever until until I am called to the ground. or cup players. When I when I but am, not as a pairing together. Thankfully, I think Phil Jones is only on about fifty grand a week, right? Which is obviously what fucking the likes of Roy Keane wanted years ago, but. <laughs> You know, if he's only on that much, keep him around just because he's... But just don't play them together. Never, ever play them together. Yeah, um, yeah. Lindy Hop, me, and, uh, and, and another. Yeah. I thought Koulibaly was linked with... He, he has been linked heavily as well. He's the other one. So it's, it's Mtiti Varan, Aldevarald. Although the Aldevarald chat's completely died off at this point. It has died off, to be um, fair. And, as you said, Koulibaly. Uh, I think, I mean, the Koulibaly stuff felt red hot only a couple of months ago uh, and I kind of feel that that might have been in the works so I really wouldn't be surprised to see that deal get done for, for a lot of money it'll be it's going to be a lot of big money. transfer money um, and then obviously as you say Shaw at left back and before we move on Shaw's pass for the opener on Saturday yeah, that was he obscene won our, he's won our player of the month I, I didn't realise he had that in his locker nah no, I've never seen him do that in my life obscene pass from there unbelievable so midfield three I'm guessing yeah, you'd probably go midfield three, wouldn't you? And, the, to get and this is where it gets pods. difficult because I look at your midfield. Need two more. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know who the two are. I really don't. Um, obviously, Ruben Neves will probably get linked because he's linked with any big team. Everyone. Um, it, it, it's two. You need two. Um, I, <laughs> that's already I starting to sound like are. an expensive shopping list already. So we're talking about forty million for Wambasaka. We're talking about ninety million for. Koulibaly you're already up to 130 before we even get so to you, the have we given up on Fred is, is that it yeah not good enough I think no I think it'd be squad you don't you think you can be coached into becoming a better player or a more reliable well, guaranteed he played, starter well, he played well I think I think the thing with Fred is is that he is very used to playing a particular system and apparently we played that system in the Champions League against PSG and he was quite good if we remember we cast our minds back to them glorious night ago <laughs> um, but we don't play that system any, we didn't play that system since apparently so he doesn't know what to do, apparently. He is not used to it. So, that potentially he can Been be Been there coached. for like three quarters of a season now. Yeah, but it was probably... Uh, given, given, obviously, a half of it is under Jose. Yeah, well, he was basically like to think told to summer. go in the corner and fuck off, basically. Get so. a good summer under him. Get a good pre-season. I mean, I, 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 I'm hopeful. I, from what I've seen they of him... They paid 50 million for him, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, they're what not, not going to quit him. on him. It, he, he'll, be, exactly. he'll be there next year. Um, yeah, I, I'm happy for that. I, I, I think, you, that's what I mean. I don't think you need two players. Well, we need we de- we need something in that midfield. We need something something extra. You, you something can't rely on Matic. McTominay. Oh, give over, mate. Just because his name's Tommy McTominay, that's why you don't want him. To- <laughs> it's, it's not good, mate. Speaking of Tommy, he's, he's... they've been linked with Thomas Partey from um, Atletico today, and of their midfielders, I'm like him, him, oh, really? Who? who? Thomas? Uh, who? Thomas Partey. He's the uh, in place for Atletico. And judging nah. by your reaction, you're like, who the fuck am I talking about? 
I, I always feel he's oh, a bit... Oh, this is a man whose name I've read. I've not, I don't have not. think I've ever seen him play. I always feel he's a bit bluster when he comes on. Never looks like he's in control of what's going on. When he comes on, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, when he you're, comes You're buying on. a player that I only like a Wobi, he, he, he's one that always... When, whenever he's got the ball, I'm ne- uh, never confident he's got the ball. Uh, it's currently one all, by the way, between Man United and Wolves. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, Tommy McTominay scored in the 13th minute. There we go. And then Diego Jota has just scored for, for Wolves. There we go. Um, so... Uh, is it Sao Niguez from Atletico would be the better option if you're going to go yeah, by he's, one he's, million he's the one isn't he, he is the one. Um, um, potentially potentially there's going to be one of those Barca boys available which one I think Rakitic Cuckoo. might be available I heard Cuckoo's struggling mate he doesn't want to oh yeah he's, he's the other he, one he's been linked to United a lot and Chelsea now as well um, um, so he, he's I reckon they're going to cash in on him so they can bring in Delit with De Jong yeah and I think that you might see Rakitic might be phased out as well. So he could be available. He's getting on a bit, but more I've than a handy really li- I've always really liked Rakitic. Um, if you have him, Pogba, and then an energetic bastard with him, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, left wing, Martial. Centre forward, Rashford. Right wing. Right wing. It's Sancho. Sancho. And the thing with Sancho is... <laughs> the, the, the dream. <laughs> the thing with Sancho, I, I see it getting done. Um, the reason I see it getting done is because... Everyone has a price, right? And he's only what, 18, 19. United, well, well, what, what, what Lee, is that Lee, price? Lee, 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 we're on the show with a million dollar man tonight. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. I think it is WrestleMania what is season, price? I, I think that 120 million gets it done. You're, you, mate, you're, we are, mate. mate, if I'm Sancho, mate, I, I'm, I'm in Dortmund and I'm, I'm having a good time. Yeah, but why, 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 when, when like Man United come for you, mate, who who have done what in the last few oh, years? Here we go. Who are still... and who's just appointed Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Like, how do you like you know? Oh, I need to get Mate, there. Paul Pogba's world profile went up significantly once he signed for Man United. It is, yeah, that... the endorsements, everything that comes of it. He's like his overall profile within the game raised. He was playing for Juventus. It raised by going to Man United. Is Lee genuinely yeah. suggesting mm. that Dortmund are a bigger club than Manchester United? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Come no, on. I'm thinking we're in that <laughs> age now where. He's obviously made the move. He's got his left, you know, the bigger of the Manchester yeah. clubs in terms of Man City. Oh, fucking hell, mate. <laughs> what are you, you are baiting big time. Fuck you, know, you. you know where I'm going in terms of, all right, who do you want to play for? Do you want to play for, at the time, Jose, or do you want to play for Pep Guardiola? You'd want to play for Pep Guardiola, but if you're not getting the game time, he's gone to Dortmund and he's now, he's loving life. Right. So, so what's... what's... Cha- all right, so they're competing for the title. He's playing Champions League football. He's playing in that team... Week in, week out. They'll, they'll never progress from where they are now. Because Bayern, Bayern are about to blow them out of the water this summer. They've already signed um, a basically an entire new defence of World Cup winners. Um, Dortmund are what they are. They're Bayern's bitch. And there will never be anything more than and that. The fact that matters with Dortmund, if someone pays the money, Dortmund accept the bid. Well, and yeah, I don't and, think Sancho and... says no. Look, if you are you suggesting that Sancho should be concerned about playing time if he goes to Manchester United? Because if you spent a hundred and twenty million, no more winning. You you think the concern would be with him going to Manchester United being concerned about winning? Yeah, well, everyone's actually won. They're not being competing for the title. Yeah, but like, they've been way off the title last what three, four. Well, last year they now? were second. <laughs> second by about twenty points behind. But them, nonetheless, they? they were second. <laughs> so by by that logic, then why would anyone go to why would anyone no, go no to coming Spurs over me? Everyone's why, just going to sign for Man City. The only, the, the only well, Sancho isn't going to go to Spurs. Are, is players he? are only going to go to Man City or, or, or whoever, or, or wins, the, whoever wins the league. City or Liverpool. Oh, so this season, right? But then next season, say like Liverpool. I'd uh, even go as far as last season as well because whilst Man United finished second, 
I'd rather play for Klopp. I know if I'm going Sorry, to but Liverpool. Sorry, they didn't challenge. I know, basically... He's times have other nuts here. What's he doing? No, 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 no. Because if you're, if you're a young player... Listen to this guy. Lee's just announced that he wants to play for, for Liverpool. <laughs> I'm just thinking if I'm a younger player, mate, I know where I want to go and learn my trade. Right, so Klopp... Before we move or, on to from Kloppo, Kloppo brought in Shakiri, who did all right for him. He hasn't seen the pitch in months, mate. He plays the same front three over and over and over and over. How's, how's Keita working out for, for Liverpool? He's doing really well under there, isn't he? Again, doesn't get to play. Yeah, he's obviously not good enough. Oh. I don't think that's Sancho's a good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Sancho Sancho is a piece of the... I'm just, uh, he feels the mate, biggest... mate. The team, I know you think I'm beating the, the, you, but the, I genuinely feel like Man United's... I don't know, like, for me, they're just... Whilst, you know, they managed to attract Paul Pogba. I think that was, you know, because of the previous connections and the fact that he maybe had unfinished business. I don't feel like you'd be getting a Paul Pogba if there wasn't that previous history. Mm. Don't know. Don't know about that. Mate, the fact of the matter is, if you play for Man United, okay, well, the expectation, regardless of whether you do or not... Let's see what happens in wait, the summer. Wait, regardless of whether you do or not, the expectation at Man United is to challenge for things, right? So you know they're never going to be satisfied with finishing 4th, 5th, 6th. And if they are... They change shit to try and get up there. We obviously haven't changed it well over the last few years, exactly. but we've still won the fucking Europa League, won the FA Cup. We're still doing things. We're still signing players. We're still showing intent. We're just not playing well, right? Obviously. And the thing is, you, you get to play in front of fucking a million people every week, right? The, the position that you play in oh, is literally lately. is literally <laughs> a million people right? every week. <laughs> the position that you play in is literally the position they need more than anything else in the world, right? And you get to go and play with some of the biggest players in the world, mate. The only thing I can see is, and you get paid is English. A fuckload. He's English, and maybe if he wants to like get recognised for you know the up and coming Euros, World exactly. Cup, maybe he goes back to Man United. He'll get to play. Look, he's, he's already playing with Rashford um, at the England camp, so he's already getting that report together. In and I honestly, I don't believe you can underrate the pull that Paul Pogba has to other young footballers. I really don't think that can be underrated. Well, how's that working out for Romelu? Yeah, but he's still signed. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> no. Don't see them doing many celebrations anymore. <laughs> anyway, come on, let's let's. I get. Let's move yeah, on. let's move let's on. Move on from this Man United talk. Well, are we going to talk about top four? Let's talk about we? top four. Yeah. Talk about Which top four. Obviously, involves Man United. It does. Slipped out of that top four recently. <laughs> it's a miracle we're anywhere near there, mate. Come on, let's be honest about it. So obviously, this weekend, Man well, a couple of weeks ago, you was just shooing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I picked up an, an important win um, in a pretty disappointing performance, but it doesn't matter because winning is winning. Uh, 2-1 victory over Watford. Um, Chelsea were appalling. I mean, truly fucking abysmal on Sunday. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you thing. boys got to witness it. I watched it. I watched the game. So, Maurizio Osari, off the back of watching Callum Hudson-Odoi light it up for England for a fortnight, Decided to start him on the bench and the kid didn't even see the field. I was fucking fuming, mate. Fuming. When I saw that lineup, it's like, oh, Hazard's on the bench and Kante's on the bench. I'm like, that's fine. It's fine. And it's like, so is Callum Hudson Adoy. And it's like, at that point, the realization, he started Pedro and William at fucking wingers. I'm like, this guy has lost it. He's lost it. It's like he wants to get fired. The Chelsea fans were genuinely annihilating him. In, in the stands it's all you could hear through the Sky Sports mm. microphones it was unbelievable um, and we were so lucky because it was a blatant offside um, I think they did a bit of VR didn't they on Saturday, uh, Monday Night Football with, with Cara which showed that 
the only reason the goal got given was because the liner couldn't see past Williams' hair. So <laughs> he's good for Which something. I think, in his defence, is I think that's a well, I think that's a genuine yeah, no, defence for, for the liner. It's, it's enough, and it, you feel for Warnock, obviously, and obviously he wasn't happy. I do, and I, it goes back to something that I said uh, in the last couple of weeks, and that is that when VAR comes in, it will stop these obviously bad decisions, but it also balance the playing field. I've always felt as a Chelsea fan, that we get favourable decisions against teams like Cardiff and um, other teams that are lower rankings. Which is what Warnock alluded to. And, and he's he? right. I generally believe he's right. That that has always been the case. It's just a subconscious bias towards the bigger teams in those sort of games. And I'm not too sure why, but I'm not a referee. But obviously, hopefully, with VAR, it will eliminate those those moments. Um, the sending off, which he wanted, wasn't a sending off. Kepper was off his line. He dealt with the ball. Uh, not a problem. Uh, so Rudiger, I mean, and, and speaking of Rudiger, before we move on from him, when VAR does come in, he's fucked, absolutely As is, fucked. Chris Smalling is the same, by the way. Oh my god, it, it, I think him and Chris Smalling probably share the same tributes, which is they can't read the game at all. They react yeah. to everything, so they're always <laughs> one step behind. It, it's skittish. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, how many penalties? Yeah, a bit of a mad, didn't he? Oh, he got lucky as well. Yeah, he should be. He should be off me. I don't know how he didn't get sent off. Um, I think that Kepper, like I said, getting to the ball probably saved him. Mm. I was surprised. I was expecting a red. Definitely. I did expect the red to come out. Um, and then obviously we're very fortunate that we go grab a winner at the other end, and all of a sudden we're like, how are we only one point outside the top four? We've been awful for like months months and it's still like Sari's clinging on to this job because he's still in that top four battle so speaking of the top four teams I, I'm going to personally as a Chelsea fan I'm going to take Chelsea out of the top four battle they are not finishing top four forget about it it's between the other three at this point they're not the form team are they're they just not even in. though they are picking up some results they're just as you not said in. they're not playing very they're good not playing football. good football they haven't well. done for weeks now have they um and that leaves Arsenal mate Arsenal absolutely home record perfect Ten. this calendar year the only other team to do that is um, Manchester City. Um, it's what goal scorers will do for you. Uh, they, they've got two of them, and that is carrying them to the top four. But he sorted out the problems that they had. Um, obviously, he started really well, had an excellent run after the initial um, defeats to City and Chelsea. He had a really long, unbeaten run, um, did Emery. And then it kind of depleted a bit, some bad results. And then it was like the <laughs> sixth banter club again. They've... The worrying thing for Arsenal is their fixture list now, though, right? It's it's interesting, their fixture list um, after this. But he steadied the ship. He seems to have been able to correct some defensive frailties. They've gone on a bit more of a impressive form, but completely under the radar. No one's talking about this because everyone's talking about Oli. Uh, everyone's talking, obviously, about the top two. Um, everyone's talking about Tottenham, and we'll get to them in a moment. And obviously, everyone's talking about Maurizio Sarri. No one has been talking about Arsenal. Now you're looking at the table, and it's like, hang on a minute, they're third. Now, as you say, the, the, their fixture list is a bit tasty because it's mainly their away game. So their home form, excellent. No problem there. No problem. Away, a bit more patchy. And I think that they've got basically the top... I've got it here. Got, they've yeah, got go it. Their, their next bunch of games. I thought they had a good running. I thought they had the e- easiest running. Well, Everton away. Oh, that's tough. Exactly. <laughs> Watford away. Palace at home. Wolves away. Leicester away. Brighton at home. Burnley away. That's then. That's then the remaining Premier League games. The away, There's a lot of away games. Yeah, there. the away fixtures against those teams that are fighting for that seven, eight, nine, ten spot. Um, so 
which sometimes you know sometimes it can it's favor seventh, you. sometimes it's, it's tenth. Yeah, because sometimes it can favour you because those teams are effectively on summer holiday before the end of the season, not much to pay for in those positions. But also, they're tough games. Chelsea obviously went to Goodison. Um, they played well for a half, lost two 0 They they went to uh, Molyneux earlier this season, didn't play as well, um, got beaten. I think two two nil or two one that night. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I still fancy them to do it because the team which we'll now talk about, Tottenham, have picked up a solitary point out of 15. And that was a lucky point at home against Arsenal after Aubameyang missed the penalty. Um, there, is a, there is a big but with Spurs. Go for it. Well, you know, it's the stadium. The stadium. Now, the stadium that update. We had the, the, did, we have a, did we give an update last well, time? I don't think we, we did. I announced? think we might have done, but now they're finally in it. Um, from tomorrow, they're in the best stadium in the country. I've, I've only seen, obviously, videos on, on the internet of, of this stadium. It looks incredible. So credit where it's due. They've done an unbelievable job. It, it seems like just the fine details have been really well thought out at that stadium. Um, I was reading a mm-hmm. bit about the acoustics in the stadium. They've d- deliberately designed the roof to try and reflect and keep the noise in to gain an atmosphere. So it, it, just little things. And there's like going to be a hell of an atmosphere. There will be. Now. There will be tomorrow. And in, um, the thing is with these new stadiums. I think for all, all season. For the rest of the season? Yeah. Well, here's how I see it going. It, you think they've been in Wembley yeah. for the last two years. Yep. They've hated life. Is it two or three years? I don't know. But they've hated life there. They're finally back in their new stadium. As you said, they've got the best stadium now in the country. They've got something to be proud of. I think I think they're going to, they're, it's like they're going to be having a 12th man. So I, I've got a different opinion on that. Teams that go and, They're going to bolt to pressure. I think, they're going to bottle it. I, yeah. I, I think they're they, going to do Spurs. <laughs> I think they'll go Spurs, you mate. Teams often struggle when they go into new arenas. Um, it's just a, something about getting settled because ultimately it's not home yet. It's not home, although you've got the fans there and everything. It's still it's a spiritual home. home in terms of a. Uh, it's still at White Hart Lane as well. It is, but it's same it's area. It's called something else, is it? Uh, just the Spurs Stadium or something? I don't know. I, I think I don't think it's been called White Hart Lane. I'm, I thought, I thought, I, I thought it had because I thought name. the naming rights were out there at the moment. They've changed the name of the tube station to White Hart Lane. No, they've changed it from White. Hart. Oh, to 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 Tottenham. To Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham Way or something. Oh, I don't know if it's that. Yeah, I hope it's that. <laughs> Um, Tottenham the Tottenham Way, which is basically... I did hear it was going to be the Coca-Cola Stadium, but then I realised it was an April Fool's. <laughs> Straight bottom. Oh, damn, that'd be amazing. It's been linked with being the Nike Stadium, is what I've seen, because because the yeah. they've got the um, NFL playing in there. Um, that, that's what I've heard. But teams struggle when they've they got come... two pitches, haven't they? So they ain't got to worry about that in terms of like... The no, 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 that's not going to bother it. Uh, it's fine. They've done real smart there. The pitch rolls out, which leaves the Astro underneath for the uh, NFL teams to play on. Um no, but getting back to it, I'd, I'd think that they, they, they could struggle. T- tomorrow night's game is massive for them. Because if they don't win that game against Crystal Palace, then it does start to become a thing. Uh, they've still got to go to the Etihad, uh, where they probably won't pick up much there because, well, they haven't picked up much recently, have they? Um, it's it's starting to feel like... that. I think Arsenal are going to finish top four. I think they will get it. I think they'll finish above Tottenham as well. I think that they will probably benefit from uh, Wolves maybe having their eye on a cup final and uh, these other teams kind of in that position of summer's coming up. You know, I'm looking at Everton and Leicester in particular where I could see kind of like a maybe um, uh, coasting teams and Arsenal picking them off away from home. So I think Arsenal will do enough to be there. I, dis- I think for what it's worth, sorry, just yeah. quickly, that I think Leicester and Everton 
could be the ones with Wolves to go for that seventh spot. And then I think it's the likes of West Ham's and Bournemouth's that look like they're tra- like sort of going off the boil. They're certainly West Ham have gone off the boil a bit, haven't they? Um, they, they but they haven't got West Ham or uh, B- Bournemouth and they're running, right? Oh, okay. No, no, no that's why. Brighton one. and Burnley. So Brighton and Burnley obviously fighting relegation. So there is that factor in it. But Cardiff might sink now. Uh, I, don't, I personally don't see Arsenal doing it. Do you not? And that's fine. No, I, I think I, really I think like, I think it's season too early for them. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think so. Um, I don't think as much as I love the guy, I don't think you can rely on Ozil to do it consistently away from home uh, for the rest of the season. I th- I like Lacazette, I like Aubameyang, um, but I don't like anything that's behind them essentially. Mustafi, mate. Ah, oh, he's a bomb scare, mate. He's <laughs> well, he's a complete he's liability. And scares me. He needs to be replaced in the summer. Um, it just, I think for, for Arsenal, it's going to be interesting what sort of expenditure they'll put into that team. There's always been a case with Cronkay that his baby is in the NFL. Um, to be fair, if they get Champions League football, that might change that, a little bit. About, apparently, the money in the summer completely depends on Champions League football. Really? Uh, whereas you look at Manchester United and you look at Chelsea and you look at probably even Manchester City or Liverpool which you don't need to worry about because obviously they're gone um, I don't think that's going to be an issue uh, I think the spe- expenditure would be there regardless so say if Chelsea and United miss out on Champions League football there'll be big money spent regardless pending transfer bans obviously with Chelsea um, I-, I think it's going to be Manchester United and Arsenal I think Tottenham miss out I, I just think that their run of form has been appalling Um and I just don't think they're going to pick up enough points. I, they, they, there's something not right with this Tottenham squad at the moment. And I think it was kind of highlighted on, on Sunday that, that Liverpool were there for the take and the nerves had set in at one all. And I just want to say about uh, Harry Kane, the uh, pass out to Trippier uh, from that free kick. I, I'm not even sure how he'd even seen Trippier, let alone played that pass with just You have heard uh, about Sutton there, yeah? Going absolutely mental about it, saying that the it shouldn't have been moving. allowed because the ball was moving. Cool. Um, maybe by the letter of law, he's right. By the way. Your boy, Sutton. Yeah. You know what? Since I, since I praised him, he's, he's, he's gone on one a bit. <laughs> Finally, you're coming he's, around. Finally. He's, he's it was, but, no, for what it's worth, though, it was, it, was, it was a great ball. It was. Um, but they had their big moments. Zoko was the one, mate. Oh. He was the one that. Oh, what are you doing? So it's good defending from Van Dyke, no doubt, to take away the passing lane into Son, but. At no point did Sissoko commit to taking the, like, the run to goal. You could Looking always like tell that he just didn't want it, didn't want it, didn't want it, and then obviously just blazed it. Um, they were lucky, uh, Liverpool, in the end. Were, I don't like saying lucky. They were fortunate, um, but you, you make your own luck. They they did ramp the pressure up at the end. and uh, They went 4-2-4. They did. They, they fully recognised that they needed to get three points, and credit where it's due, they, they, they did go for the win, and they got the win. Um, so yeah, that, that's my opinion. I'm, I'm just going to end that there. Arsenal third, Manchester United fourth. I'm going to say uh, I'm still Tottenham. Tottenham for me. And I think I think whilst uh, probably going against the uh, you know the history of Spurs being Spurs in bottle in it, I think I think the stadium is a good move for them. It might give them an energy boost. Something that's been lacking in their performances. That I don't know that yeah, just that bit of energy about their play because we have we've seen it every year with. Pochettino's teams that they, you know, second half of the season they do struggle a they little. They do. Bit. Yeah, it, it may well work that way. It may well be a case that they get into the new stadium and, like I say, it's that boost to carry them over the line. I, I'm, I'm just maybe being a bit of a Chelsea fan on this one and yeah. expecting them to, to choke it away a bit. What about you, Mikey? How do you see it? 
Mm. I don't see Chelsea and Arsenal getting in there. Okay. So Manchester United and, and Tottenham. Yeah. At present, and this is no bait, and I just I don't think Chelsea are no. in a good enough form. We're not. It's far and from it. Sorry, at the helm, supporters against him. There's not. There's, there's a to- toxic atmosphere, isn't there? There around, is around the club at the moment. There is. So for me, you kind of naturally take Chelsea out of the equation, and then I think it's between Arsenal and Man United to fight off fourth place. For what it's worth, I think Chelsea probably got the third best squad, maybe, out of the top six which says a lot about Maurizio Sarri and his management of said squad. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, can we touch a little bit on the England team? Yeah. Well, we talk about your boy, Boywood. Yeah, yeah, my boy, Callum Hudson-Odoi. Who... Your boy that's not featuring for your club, but featuring for your country. <laughs> so he, he, he got um, a bit of a cameo on the first night um, against uh, Czech. Czech, who... We... Honestly, I, I, I see Czech Republic and I still... Well, is it, it's now Czechia, isn't it? Um, I think they've changed their name to Czechia. Um, I don't know if that's what... I think... Officially, I think they're called Czechia. What? I thought it was called the Czech Republic. Right. I've, but I'm pretty sure officially their name did change. So I'm not too sure. Did you check this out in the stag deal or something? <laughs> was you doing like a little history tour whilst I, I was like, be... you know, getting over the hangover? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wondering now if I've just made that. look uh, we'll move on from that I'm pretty sure it's called Chechia <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there's a place in Russia or something as well so uh, obviously uh, came on um, and looked really good unsurprisingly I think for every Chelsea fan that's had the opportunity to see him especially in the Europa League now I kind of feel that the Czech Republic and Montenegro probably fit into the opponents that he has faced in the Europa League uh, that tier below Um Boy's full of confidence, especially from the left-hand side. He's lethal. He is a nightmare matchup because he's so direct. So, yeah, it was lovely to watch him. Um, I'm really happy that he got his, his, his England call-up. Um, I'm really happy he got his first England cap because hopefully it does show that staying at Chelsea isn't going to hinder his progress into the England team. Um, it did. It was quite funny as well that Sarri's come out this week and said that he's now ready to play for Chelsea. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous, mate. So he kind of needed that call-up and then that start for him to be convinced. It was it was unbelievable. The comments from Sari is um is mental. The fact that he hadn't started him in any game so far this season in the Premier League is a disgusting stat. Um, Despite recognising his talent from the Community Shield game, <laughs> all the way at the beginning well, of the season, I, I I saw some of his highlights from the game against Arsenal in Ireland, and he absolutely ruined Arsenal in that game. And it was like there was this buzz going into the season about. Callum Hudson-Odoi how he's going to be a superstar which is why he went straight into my fantasy team at that point I was like this kid's definitely playing there's no way this sorry guy who's coming to play this attacking football is going to play William ahead of him it's going to be and it's like we're now in March and he still hasn't sorry April and he still hasn't started a game in the Premier League it's, it's ridiculous I, I said after the, the, the England game, after he started, he was so impressive. I said, if he doesn't start him against Cardiff on Sunday, I would be walking into that dressing room at half time. I'd be handing the P45. I'd be like, you f- just get the fuck out of here because you're just clowning now. It was a missed opportunity, wasn't it? Because he come off the back, obviously, of having two decent games, um, looking good. Obviously, everyone was pleased for him. You can have that natural buzz and happiness, you know, utilise it, confidence, just Put him in the team. You're playing Cardiff. Yeah. Not exactly the world's hardest opponents either. And I can't even buy into the fact that, oh, but he's, he's tired. Cause, you know, he hasn't played enough games and he's a kid. Just give him 60 minutes. Yeah. Especially if you're not starting Hazard. Yeah. 60 that minutes, was it. bring Hazard on. Rest Hazard. Fine. Callum in. 
but he didn't seem to do that. And I just don't really understand where his mind's at. Well, I think, I think Callum Hudson Odoi, if you go back throughout the entire season, he's had a very hectic schedule. You know, he's done <laughs> a lot of sitting down. And I just don't know if Sarri thought that he was ready. Sorting out his new contract with Bayern. Exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, look, there's, what, look, there's one word that we can use to describe what's going on here. Sarri ball. Yeah, just Sarri <laughs> ball. This is what, you know, at the start of the season, Lee, when we were discussing or wondering, we're both of us, we were, we were curious as to the, what is Sarri ball? What is this fabled, this myth? Mate, I called it from the, one of the very few, uh, few uh, very <laughs> early episodes, mate. Uh, I was like, this fucking Sarri ball is pissing me off, mate. Just everything Sarri ball, mate, is fucking doing my nutting. And I'm so glad, mate. I'm so glad. <laughs> uh, anyway, away from Callan Hudson the Doy, uh, Raheem Sterling. Superstar, mate. He's 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 England's best player. I've been saying that since before the World Cup that he's England's best player. Mate, Harry Kane's uh, record, like basically when he plays, Spurs don't win anymore. It's quite funny. Have you seen his like over his last five games played without him, they've won like four of them, and last five games played with him, they've won like one of them or something stupid like that. Basically, Harry Kane is detrimental to the team now. Well, since he's come back, that is exactly it. it's because Son has completely gone off the boil for Tottenham uh, because Kane's come back in and Son's no longer playing in his favourite position. And the man that was in form while the guy was out injured has lost all his form and now he's back on the bench and Kane obviously isn't quite back up to it yet. Um, but yeah, Raheem Sterling, superstar, absolutely superstar. Maybe this is what Kane's fitness now is. You know what I mean? He's going to have like spells of two months out. Yeah, like, like he's just, he's out for a bit. That seems to be his problem, isn't it? Is it his ankles? His ankles are a when, problem. And then when he comes back in the team, he's always looks a little bit unfit and you're always not sure if he's fully fit. You know what I mean? Because I swear like we've been talking about Kane being fucked for like quite some time. But, but at the same time, I swear he always continues to score goals. Oh yeah, but yeah. to the detriment of the team, performance potentially. So, mm. Something's not right with Tottenham at the moment with Kane. Um, I thought for, for what was worth with England, I thought he looked... Decent. He he doesn't seem to get many chances, but he seem he seems to his link up play is getting better. He's got yeah. good players. And when you've around got Sterling him. And, and Sancho around you around with him. the pace, yeah. it's perfect. That yeah. there was one thing I noticed in what was the second game of the two? Montenegro away. Uh, that game, I did look up at you and said I did not realise Harry Kane was on the pitch. It'd been about half an hour. I didn't know he was. I thought he'd gone off. Like when Kane wants to be anonymous, he is very good at being anonymous. Yeah. Uh, quite a, quite a skill, really. but then what we've said before in the past, so like he can have quiet games, but give him a chance, he will take yeah, it. Exactly, it's me still. So, so Harris of Kane MBE, right? So yeah, mm. I, I look at our team and it's just it's so positive uh, to, to, to the extent that I can't mate, Decker's, wait. Decker's mate, Decker's rice in the middle. I can't wait till Christmas 2022, mate. What a Christmas that's going to be. <laughs> we're going to be we're going to be sitting there Christmas Day watching the reruns of the World Cup final. It's going to be fucking glorious. I can't wait until we're world champions. I can't wait. Uh, my only concern is um, our semi field area. It does. It's people like him though. <laughs> oh, put all the fucking pressure see, on this at... fucking country, mate. This poor fucking team. Then the media will jump on it, mate. And the, G- <laughs> the, the media will sense jump that on the fans' optimism, and then suddenly you've got your, your your golden generation mark two on the on the way, mate. And they're the platinum it. generation. <laughs> the platinum, the, the emerald. I Absolutely. don't know. The platinum generation. Coin that, Mikey. This is the platinum generation. Thank you. <laughs> Mikey's on this as well. Um, my, I've got a couple of concerns. Um, 
Firstly, I wasn't really sure why Wan Bissaka didn't get into the uh, England squad. I'd like to see him get a call up. Uh, I'm sure Gareth has his reasons. Um, Mate, we've got a lot of talent there. We do, we do, but right Trippier back. isn't it. Trippier and Kyle Walker, probably not. No, so Trippier out. I think in Walker, Trent, and Wan Bissaka. Trent, mate, he's the one for me. Trent is the one. I think, especially by the time we get to 2022 as well, he'll be well into his pomp. Next to him, uh, Stones, and probably going to be Gomez if he can get fit. Gomez, mate. Got to be Gomez, right? So if Joe Gomez can get fit again. Oh, 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 oh. What about what about Harry Harry Maguire? Oh yes, so Harrison Maguire. Oh, sorry there, chaps. <laughs> when we watched one of the England games, right, there was a there was a period where me and Lee were basically commentating on the game as if we were Harry Maguire. So when he like he speaks very well, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. So when he said to the boy like, "Don't my boys, I've got that." Anyhow, let me jump in here. I tell you what, we were talking about Arsenal oh, Manchester son. United earlier. He's the other one that's been linked heavily. Who? Harry Maguire. He's been linked heavily. That was last year. Wasn't no, he's been linked year, again. Has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Harris of Maguire, I'll take Maguire, mate. I like Maguire. He's an upgrade on Smalling. Oh, of course he's, he can play. He can pass the ball. He hasn't got the <laughs> classic. It'd be a great move for him fizzle. as well. With, with, with taking into account, obviously, his England career, taking a step up from from Leicester to Manchester United, um, playing with Shaw every week. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Speaking of England players, we probably should touch upon our our goalkeeper. I wanted mate. to get to him uh, lastly because I feel that we're going to have a discussion about that kid. Um, Mate, I'm probably on your side on oh, this one. Jesus. Um, so I've, I kind of feel like we've got a decent back four there, right? We've got a couple of options in the middle. Um, left back, Who's sure, the right? Left back. Sure. Sure, left yeah. back. Who else? The only thing is with Shaw, he just needs to stay a bit more fitter. Stay, just stay fit, period. Um, yeah. Midfield, Declan Rice. Who plays? Who play, who's been playing left back? Danny Rose. Rose. Danny Rose. See, Rose is garbage, mate. Yeah, I'm not. He's... It's all right. Shaw, Shaw's going to shore that position up. Once he, hey. uh, once he gets fit, like continuously. Sure fit. thing. Hey. <laughs> Declan Rice in the middle with Ruben and. Oh, Bass Massey Rice, eh? Hey. Hey. Huh? <laughs> so, was that Henderson? It, yeah, I mean, obviously not by 20. Long, long as it's not dire. It's not going to be dire, mate. It's finished. Dec- as I said, I celebrated when Declan Rice declared his. His, his, his allegiances to England because I knew at that point that was the end of Eric Dyer's international career. Well, do you play? Do you play Deckers and like Henderson or Ruben, and then then just then you can play Ali as the. Ten, that might right? be it. That might be yeah. it. And then like then you could have Lingard as Ali's uh, understudy. You know, I often like... tell over Winks. So I do like Winks. I take Ruben over Winks. Oh yeah, definitely. I take Ruben yeah. over. So I think I think I'm Ruben Rice and Ali. I'm just thinking of a way we can get Henderson to decide. Oh look, H- Henderson. Henderson credit where it's due. Look, I don't often have any many nice things to say about him, but he does seem to put in a shift for England when when required. Um, and I, I think that's it's that quality, mate. It's he does no, absolutely. I, I, you won't hear me arguing against it. I don't think he's a particularly good footballer. Um, but say you're in a situation where you just need someone to come on and be some legs. I'd rather that be him than Eric Dyer. Dyer. Oh yeah, as we proved in as the fucking saw in the, uh, against Columbia, Columbia. Yeah. exactly. Um, and then you get to the front section, and it's like. All of a sudden, we, we, we've we've gone from where we were the the dark times with Wayne Rooney to having Sterling, Kane, and Sancho, with like Rashford oh. as an option. <laughs> that that as an option. Forget you got Rashford as well. It's right. it's obscene. It's obscene. Yeah, I'm yeah. like I can't believe how good this team is. It's incredible. And it, credit to Southgate all the way through because obviously he was in the 21s before this and he's now got the 21s coming in now we're like oh this team's brilliant so do you, know, do you know what I find quite remarkable though is that if we remember rightly he didn't actually want the job <laughs> he actually didn't want the England job did he 
You had to be convinced into it. Uh, playing hardball, mate. <laughs> playing hardball. Get that. That's a negotiation tactic. He, he knew that he, he basically he got offered a number, and he was like, eh, "I don't think I want it." And they gave him a bigger number, and he's like, "Yeah, all right, I'll take that one." Anyway, it, we'll get to it. The keeper, <laughs> Jordan Pickford. What the, he's a clown, mate. What's going on with this kid? He's. He, I feel that he needs to get himself out of headlines. Just get yourself out of the headlines, kid, because you've not had a particularly great season. Right? That's my feeling. Not according to him, mate. Oh. During, the, during the international break, mate, he was telling everyone that you know he's only made one or two mistakes and he's had a really good season. He's had one of the most monumentally memorable mistakes in any Premier League season against <laughs> Liverpool. Like, he, is he aware? Like, in 20 years' time, I'll still be watching Jordan. Because of him, Liverpool are going to win the fucking league. And they'll go back. Do you remember when Jordan Pickford gave them the league? <laughs> Jordan Pickford um, had that moment. He obviously had his his little banter session with the Newcastle fans. Um, so Jordan Pickford this week, was it this weekend, this this video surfaced? Was it from this after weekend? The, uh, after the West Ham game, yeah. So Geezer's out. Now, I'm guessing it was back out home. home. This is back home, yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel for footballers when this happens. But the thing is, is that there's because you're rich, right, you don't have to go to these places. You can go to places where basically other rich people reside and they don't bother you. <laughs> <laughs> So Jordan Pickford's decided to go to kind of his local. Well, of course he's going to get into it with some fans, Newcastle fans who are giving him the business, and he rises to it. Fucking plump. Did you hear what they called his girlfriend? They baited him again, mate. Do you know what they called his girlfriend? (laughs) Go on. They called her a fat cunt. She's literally not even fat. I mean, I I assume she wouldn't be, bearing in mind he's a footballer. Um, so he's t- he's rised to this, has he? Um, I'm hoping he didn't throw hands. Because have you seen any footage? I haven't seen the footage. I've only read oh, the story. It's, it's not good. To be fair, he is baited for quite a long time. You know, he's obviously got because he's t- he's taking pictures with people. So he's being you know the nice obligatory footballer. You know, yeah. hello, I'll take a nice photo of you. Well, meanwhile, there's a guy in the background, not obviously doing some form of Snapchat or something, just constantly baiting him and giving him shit. And then the next thing, you know, the, the, the next lot of footage is just, it's kicking off in the pub. And then the next lot of footage is out in the out in the street and it's really kicked off and it's like a, almost like a brawl. Wow. But you can't really see like who's who's doing the punching, but he's, he's, he's in the mix, mate. And he, obviously he should never be in that situation. I mean, as a goalkeeper, place. never throw a punch. <laughs> like literally kick, kick them to death, but do not throw a punch. Like, cause you don't, you need your hands more than your feet as a goalkeeper. Uh, the kid's a bit dumb. He's a bit dumb and he worries well, me. I think That's the issue with him. I, 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 I generally think he's probably not the smartest cookie, is he? He's not He's not just not the smartest cookie. He's also, like... He's got a bit cocky and arrogant. He's a... He's got, well, we said it before, haven't we? Joe he's Hart. Got a bit Joe Hart. He's basically a prick. Yeah. And I am a... Bit macho, 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 bravo, I, I bravo. Don't you want, know, giving it all the big and... I don't want him in the goal. But the issue is, this is probably the only position where we are sort of lacking I feel yeah do you agree that, that's, like, the, that's you know, the position that worries Tom me. Heaton mm, Butland mm. Butland needs to they, they, these are all mm, goalkeepers yeah, absolutely so Butland needs to get back in the Probably Premier League Pickford is turning into a mm, goalkeeper for me these days mate mm. Butland needs to get back in the Premier League ASAP before people forget about him um, oh, he ain't going up with Stoke this year no absolutely so he has to get a move doesn't he he has to force that move in the summer um with Tom Heaton, I like him. And the reason I like Tom Heaton is he's a good shot stopper. And he's also definitely a steady head. The thing is, the last thing you want your goalkeeper to be in is the headlines. 
You know, you know, you want your goalkeeper to be someone that everyone just forgets about because it's just happy. It's but just... the way the game played these days, you know, whilst his distribution this season hasn't been good, that is probably one of Pickford's main attributes. It is, and yeah. It's something the way that Gareth likes to play with that England team, quick distribution, Mate, good distribution as well. Does he have good distribution? He attempts good distribution. <laughs> Well, that's the thing that you know, he's he's willing to tempt it more than uh, other other goalkeepers. Even if he does fail, he'll continue and try and try again. And you know, some some games it doesn't come off, and some games it does. He needs Silver and Southgate to sit him down and go look. He just needs to mature. Just, you I just think. need to, exactly, yeah. Get your head back in what is important. Because soon enough, mate, you'll be playing for Torino, yeah. <laughs> And then Burnley, and, and then, then getting dropped by Burnley. Yeah. Exactly. He'll be playing down the leagues. Um, can we can we have one little goose on? Uh, just I want to laugh at Scotland. I know that you, you boys want to laugh. Ah oh, yes. Oh, I think it's more woods. You know, I feel for Scotland. So <laughs> Euro twenty twenty next year, exciting. Uh, they've extended the tournament. Obviously, I think uh, four years ago to let more teams come in, um, especially for teams like Scotland who are kind of on the peripheries of coming to a big tournament again. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Last tournament they went to, World Cup 98. True. True. Uh, tried to qualify for Euro 2000, came up against Paul Scholes. True. True. Um, Two headers, wasn't it? Uh, it? It was. And then Kevin Keegan basically said he wanted to adopt Paul Scholes as his son. <laughs> Ke- Keegan was a little bit emotional, wasn't he? Um I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no recollection of any of that. Do you not? We then lost at Wembley to Don Hutchinson. Oh, big Don. Yeah, big Don scored. Uh, Good player, mate. And and then we went to to the Euros and they didn't. Um, So... We were shit. Big game. Um, Got to start your tournament tournament right because I think you're in a group with... Oh, God, correct me if I'm wrong. They're in a group with Holland. Um, Right, I'm going to get their group up because... Uh, I need the group for this. But what it's worth, they were playing Kazakhstan, and now I know Kazakhstan have ranked whatever they were in the, in in the world, like you know, down ninetieth, hundredth, or whatever. But they're a nation that are on the rise, and there's a few nations amongst. And I know See, when I say on, on, the, the, on the rise, not as in obviously they're going to become like world beaters, mate. But they're they're oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm way of, like, off. Domestic in, football was getting better. Sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm way off on on who's in their group. Their, their group is actually absolute banter. I thought they had yeah because um, Holland and Germany in one group right yeah but that's not that group I thought it was that With group Ireland. but it's not it's it's Belgium and Russia are the top two teams in this group um, they've got Kazakhstan so take Belgium out Kazakh- of the equation yeah. Kazakhstan Cyprus and San Marino um, are the teams in in that in that group with Scotland? So big game. Uh, bearing in mind, Russia and Belgium are going to be the toughest games they're going to have to play. You're probably not going to get much change off Belgium. So you're starting in Kazakhstan, important game. Um, need all your important players as well, um, including your captain who then decides to pull out but plays at the weekend for Liverpool. So I've got a question, kind of like, where, where's your captain's heads at here? Is he does he really want to be captain of Scotland, carrying his team to? To a major championship for the first time in in twenty two years. I'm sorry, who the fuck is the captain Robertson. of Scotland? Ro- Robertson. Yeah. Robertson's the captain of Scotland. He is. Yeah. He's probably their best player. Oh, by a distance. Like yeah, by surely a distance. they've got like a hard battling, tough talking midfielder. Scott Brown. Uh, no, apparently not. They went to Kazakhstan. He <laughs> did Drew McIntyre as well. Um. Scotland go to Kazakhstan. Hostile environment. Needing to get off to a good start, though. They need these three points on the table. And within 10 minutes, they were 2 0 down oh, against the mighty, the be, eh? mighty Kazakhstan. Uh, they go on to lose the game 3 0. 
um, and are already basically out of the qualifiers. At that point, they're done. But haven't they got this um, this playoff spot? They do. They have the Europa Super Friends League uh, to play Yay. to try qualifying. I think via that route. Um, have judging by Scotland's form, though, uh, don't put money on them. Well, let's put it this way: because they followed up the uh, the Kazakhstan game with a with a drubbing of San Marino, two nil. Two nil, two nil against San Marino. Come on, that, that's, yeah. that's a net loss of like by uh, of, of at least three goals. If you're not banging San Marino for five, then what's the point? Yeah. Um, so shocking start for them, but uh, obviously an excellent start for England. Um, I can quickly go through uh, the groups. So England top, Ukraine, Portugal drew both their games. That's a bit of an upset, isn't it? But I think Ronaldo got uh, and Ronaldo was back. Yeah, he got hurt in one of the games, so he's a bit of a doubt for the Ajax, oh, Ajax game. Uh, Germany got got one over Holland. Um, I think that was a bit of payback because Germany obviously had been pretty poor. Uh, Jurgi Löw rung the changes after a very disappointing uh, World Cup. Mate, they've, they've made some interesting decisions, haven't they? they? Have. Just literally retired half. Of he, the... he has retired basically the Bayern Munich team, which is fascinating. Uh, is that Hummels, Müller, and, and Bertrand? Yeah, he's retired yeah. a lot of them, um, and they looked really exciting to watch because guess guess who played? Leroy Sane, and he was fucking excellent unsurprisingly um, so they've gone a little bit more energetic up front with um, Sane and ooh, give me Nabry thank you yeah Serge Nabry um, so they're going to come back come back around I think that I think Jürgen Löw made a mistake trusting the old group for one more tournament in, in last summer um, it bit him a bit uh, Northern Ireland won both their games though so that's a great start for them um, mate, they need to mate because they've got a horrible group that is horrible isn't it um, Holland um, decent as well they, they're actually unlucky probably to lose to Germany in the end I think it was a 3-2 um, result in the end um, it was 2 it was. going into late into the game before Germany took the lead Ireland's won both of their games um, so good start for them they've got a manageable group with Switzerland and Denmark uh, which island is that the Republic Republic yeah so, when they really shit though they tend to be really shit all the time uh, they, they won both games 1-0 I think they're still playing Jonathan Walters so they're, they're, they're Johnny shit Johnny Walters Jesus I don't even know who their manager is now because um, no, Johnny Walters retired the other day oh did he <laughs> yeah. um, Martin O'Neill eh, no he's at Forest no Mick, Mick McCarthy Mick McCarthy oh, Mick I love Mick him I knew yeah. someone's gone back to him um, Wales won their game um, Croatia won one lost one with the world's best player. Um, so a bit disappointing there. And Spain won both their games. Unsurprisingly, their group is full of shit. Yeah, and Spain are full of shit as well. We watched, we watched the game, mate. Fuck me. They've got no one anymore. Poland top. They were playing Malta, wasn't it? Yeah. It was mate, that, that was not a good mate. game. That was a bad game. France racked up a couple of wins as well. Um, eight goals for, one against. Not quite ten goals for, though. Um, English arrogance coming through right there. I mean, right? Can we do predictions? Let's go to predictions. I think Mike is itching. Second half's about to kick off. What's the score, by the way? Quickly. One on. One on. I still. think it's already kicked off, hasn't it? Uh, probably. No, we come not. Oh, oh no, it's kicked off. Yeah. All right. Southampton versus Liverpool live on UK Sky Sports. This is Friday. Friday Ooh. night. I am going to take a draw. Yeah. Now we're talking. I'm going to go Liverpool. Yeah, but that's because you you know love Liverpool so much that you want to play for them. Like you being a Man United fan. Um, but Bournemouth versus Burnley. Oh God, 
Yeah, it's just that's the fence. That's an ultimate fence job, that one. That's Ron Seal. Huddersfield versus Leicester. 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 By the way, Hud- Huddersfield. Huddersfield. <laughs> Yeah, Huddersfield down, yeah. Gone, mate. Already. Gone. But still. Hey, good riddance to bad rubbish, mate. Fulham, mate. Fuck Fulham, off. Fulham could be tonight as well, mate. Just so that bet, mate, come come Monday, I think I'm going to be paying you that fiver, mate. Yes. Yes. I got something right. <laughs> Honestly, mate. Fucking. To be fair, though, with your Xhaka call, mate, maybe we should half that or something. Yeah. And Xhaka was the best player in the world, mate. No. Well, he's I, a I didn't say he's the best. No, he's not. I, hang on. Because he's actually. You say he was a baller. Like, he's been really good at this part of the season. I kind of feel that I might have folded on him too early. Jacko, he's been good. You go back, you're revisiting the jacket. He's been good. Oh my god, he's been good. Wow, he's been good. Well, you got that one wrong, and you got the Jagielka red card one wrong. Well. <laughs> there it is. Let's move on. Ding 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 ding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle versus Crystal Palace. Ooh, that's a tough game. Like Newcastle. Newcastle. I thought they were a bit unlucky against um, Arsenal. Yeah, Newcastle. I'm having Palace for that because Palace should have should have. Mm. Beaten. They played Huddersfield. Oh, they're playing Huddersfield, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fancy them. Then we got Sunday, Everton versus Arsenal. Hmm. Would be nice to record three in a row. I'm going Everton, mate. Would be nice. I'm on the Everton train. Wait, are we at home? Do you say you're at home? Yeah, go on. Let's go Everton. I'll go draw. What say you? I'm back on the old uh, silver. Bandwagon, loving him again. Then Monday night Silver football. ball. Monday night football. Silver ball. Fuck <laughs> off, man. Monday night football. Chelsea, West Ham. Chelsea, West Ham have gone in the in the tank. They're they're already on their summer vacation. I agree. Draw. Draw. Love it. Uh, let's quickly cover the FA Cup semi-finals. Um, Manchester City versus Brighton. Um, and Watford versus Wolves. That's that'll be an interesting little that's matchup. A, that's a good game, mate. I yeah. think that's a good game because Watford play some nice, especially because it matters. Oh, mate, they fucking they were better than us. This this game matters. Like this is a, this is a, a place at Wembley against Manchester City, and they, you know, Cup final. City have been known to to bottle them there at Wembley. Personally, I, I hope Watford go to the final because then they can stick a massive middle finger up to Chris Sutton who criticised them oh, yes. horribly, <laughs> yes. horrendously oh my for God. Like, that game when he when played like a weekend 11. You're 100% right. And if anything, like football goes that way, Watford are winning that game. Yeah. Winner of the week. Silver ball. Can I say that? Nah. You can say silver ball who you want, son. <laughs> can I bring? Can I make that thing? Um, it's, oh, I don't want to go Liverpool because you know I don't feel like I should, but that felt like a massively vital goal. Yeah, and then I don't want to give them the whole momentum uh, and get behind as them. Fuck as well. <laughs> I'll listen to what you boys say first, and then come back to me. I'll be the third one on a winner. Uh, yeah, it's going to be difficult to pick against Liverpool. It was a big moment. Uh, that, that, annoyingly, it's hard, isn't it? Uh, those are the moments. I, I don't like to talk about fate and everything, but those are the moments that when you sit down and keep a couple of years' time, you sit down and you put the TV on. And it's Premier League years. Those are the, like the big moments that tend mm. to turn up, and it's like fuck. The only other one you can put maybe into the equation is Burnley because they needed Ooh, to win yeah, that game. Yeah, because their remaining fixtures are terrible, exactly, and they, they they went and got the win, which probably helps them out massively and I think we might secure them Premier League football I'm going to go for Southampton Houston Hartle yeah mm. that's a big win for them big win what's exactly. a big win two what's big a really wins, big win yeah. a couple of massive wins there really on the, on, the, on Saturday losers 
Can we say sorry for not, oh, yeah, for yeah, not yeah, starting Huddersfield? Yeah, definitely really so sorry. Hey, the, or can we go Huddersfield for getting relegated with the second worst Premier League record after Derby? Ain't the worst though. Do you know what Derby's record is? 11, 11 points. points. <laughs> fucking 11. Mate, there's a team. Eight draws, one win. Mate, there's a team. What fucking league did we see the other day with that team at the very bottom? Oh, like the Ishmian League or was something. Stains, wasn't yeah, it? No, yeah, it was like the Southern Premier And then the team was Stains. Yeah, Stains, yeah. I think they won 11 points themselves. They've got a goal difference of minus 97. Tough season, mate. Tough season. Tough season. And then the equivalent Northern League, I think it was like minus 40-something. 40 40 yeah. They've been getting turned over all year Jesus. long. Brilliant. But yeah, Mar- um, Mauricio, sorry. Don't be fooled by that result because it's not fair. Um, Cardiff deserved something from the game. They probably deserve to win the game. Can we chuck Warnock in there for having a little meltdown? Or should we give him praise he, for the fact that he didn't he go himself full well. on meltdown? He should have gone fucking ballistic. It, it should have been... Uh, Coming out though and saying that we've got the worst uh, referees in the world, mate. That's bollocks, mate. You should go and watch some fucking football then because that's absolute bollocks. I think it's... Yeah, look, it's a very emotional statement. Don't get me statement. wrong. Maybe we don't have the best. I don't know how you make a judgment, but I know for a fact that we don't have a, the worst, mate. Every time we go to World Cup, mate, what do we say? Oh, no, we've got some fucking like Algerian referee or something like that, mate. Don't know anything about football. Old xenophobe Leo. Algerian fan <laughs> that listens to the show. He's by me. <laughs> the for- Lee, I do not share the thoughts of Mr. Collard. Um, I'm all for Algerian referees. I feel they make the tournaments much more entertaining to watch. Oh, Ashley Young has just been sent off. Oh, excellent. <laughs> right, now come on. We need to go and watch this comical yeah, game, mate. Yeah, that's crap. Um, yeah. So the, we've got some winners and losers yeah, in the mix well, there, haven't we? Thank you for listening. Thank you for the patience. Thank you for the good times. Hopefully this one does go up. This one will go up. I'll do it literally as in a second. There's no ramen to be pulled over the laptop. There is one issue that I'm thinking that might be happening. I reckon there's a horrible wine in the back that is a fucking loud fan on that laptop it's a mate. loud one isn't it it's a loud fan on that laptop mate yeah. you're, you're trying to make the most out of this growly voice Mikey yeah. <laughs> right thank you for listening good night arrivederci enjoy Wrestlemania mania sports social podcast network Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.